Nigel, what's been the, the mood in training this week and what's been the approach as you face a, a big and exciting game with Swansea this weekend? The mood's been okay. I mean, we've, um, we've had a bit of a mixed bag. We've had one or two players uh, with an illness who have not trained. The training's, but the training has been um, quite specific. So, uh, yeah, there's been a good mixture this week. I know you as a manager, you don't get too high when you win and don't get too low when you lose. Is it the same in terms of your approach to training, the schedule? Do things alter when you've lost a game or is it the same week in, week out? Do you mean, do I kick the cat? No, I'm not, I don't rely on that. I think it's more about being, um, being specific, being able to um, speak very openly with the players about what we need. It's not about... Uh, I don't like blame cultures. I don't like. Uh, I prefer it to be. I prefer to work in a way where people are prepared to accept responsibility, um, both in good and bad times. So, um, you know, you d you're not going to get a buy-in if then, <laughs> if you're in a position of authority, you are petulant yourself. So, I don't see much reason for doing that. Um, the players always work hard. Uh, we 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 can be frustrating. I know because we we, we make steps forward and then um, we'll make mistakes at times that are uh, unfortunate. I think as much as anything. So um, you know the two the two away games that we've played most recently are a good example of that. Uh, uh, the West Brom win being a really a very professional performance and the game at Reading we didn't really find those same sorts of levels so yeah it's uh, it, it it remains a challenge certainly for us to to find the formula um, in regard to uh, backing up a very good performance with another one and and you know the players are as frustrated as anybody in in that regard but Look, all I would say is that they they work hard. Um, they've got a, a a thirst to learn, and I think generally speaking, we have very positive staff here. So, you know, I think that's something which um, bodes well for us. I, I don't, uh, you know, I don't I don't like to go down the route of being overly negative, but <laughs> I'm a human being myself. So I get frustrated too. Well, let's be positive because you showed as recently as West yeah. Brom and earlier this season, the Huddersfields, the Cardiffs, the Blackburns. That, are you encouraged that you know that you have the potential to be a more consistent side? Yeah, we've got some really good, young, talented players here as well and some, and some good experience. I mean, that's the... Uh, when you try and build a side, that's something which is a very important factor that you get the balance right between... Uh, youth and experience and and I think you know although it's it's um, our build is a another conversation that's not necessarily one for for today but but we are at least trying to um, supplement what we what we have with coming through our uh, academy here which is very encouraging for the football club and I think we'll we'll stand uh, the club in really um, it, it will be stands in good stead for the future that we are uh, producing players of a, of a quality that are, are good enough 
uh, both to play in our team and maybe higher too. And that's something which is, um, when you look at how a, uh, a squad is is made up, then yeah, we've got some value to our squad. Um, the results still remain uh, frustrating at times, but we, we're moving in the right direction as a football club. There's no doubt about that. Um, you can only control the controllables, but have you missed Cal Naismith in recent games? I think that is... Uh, the answer to that is yes. The fact that you asked the question would probably reflect uh, that answer too. Uh, sometimes... Um, you don't realise how much you miss players until they're not there. I think that's, uh, I think that's a sign of a, a good player. Uh, players, players uh, go out there and do do a good job for the team. They don't necessarily have to be um, the most um, eye-catching at times. Uh, but I think Cal plays with a, I think Cal plays with a very positive intent. Uh, everything he does, he's also a very good organizer too. So. Uh, a motivator. So yeah, we've we've undoubtedly um, missed his presence in the team, but he's still with us, and he's still a very important character around around the around the dressing room, the training ground. Um, yeah, the so I, I just feel for him because what looked like a, a relatively um, straightforward sort of an injury to deal with. Is you know he's he's struggling to to uh, really make steps forward, and that's that's a frustration for him and us. So I'm wary you never set unrealistic timeframes. Is it is it a while before we'll see him back? I, in the team? I honestly can't give you an answer to that. I think that is uh, that's not me avoiding anything. It's just that I can't give you an answer which is um, an honest one. So I, I can't bother trying to. And uh, Thomas Callas didn't make yeah. the score. How, how's he? Well, again, Tom. Tom's had a, a very frustrating time. Um, the, he has a calf injury, but we don't think it will be. Uh, you know, it's, it's not something that's going to keep him out for long. But what you also have to be mindful of is he's been out for quite a while now um, with a, an injury, which actually there was some disruption to the calf area with the with the scarring from the operation. So, you know. I'm not a medical man, so I can't really uh, give you too much detail on that. But we will have to be uh, not overly careful, but because Thomas is desperate to get back playing. Um, but hopefully, we'll get him back, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, maybe. Um, off the pitch, Richard Gould has got a position with the ECB. It's a yeah. tremendous opportunity. Um, yeah. How big a loss is it for Bristol City his departure? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's. It will be a really big loss for us. Uh, the work that he's done since he's been here, um, you know, has been. He has a very uh, clever touch with how he works, and um, yeah, I think it's important that that we also recognise at the moment that he's going to be here until the end of the transfer window, which, uh, you know, that that will give you an indication as to. Um, how we're all sort of thinking about it. it it's, it's really important we have some uh, continuity with how we move forward. And, um, yeah, Richard's job, along with everybody else, is to try and uh, 
make this club uh, have a sustainable operation, which which means making some tough decisions, uh, and and decisions which you know in my position and his position we're not always going to be absolutely uh, in agreement with everything. But what we both recognise is that we we need to make decisions that are right for the football club. So um, I've been really uh, very pleased to have. Uh, cross paths with him and work with him and we'll continue to work now with him till till the end of January because he takes up a what is a fantastic opportunity for himself and you know we're all delighted for him on a personal level but but uh, of course he's going to be I think it'll be a, a big miss for us so his replacement's going to be a, a, a very important uh, appointment. I was going to say um, fans who watch Bristol City they're their main interest is the team. They don't probably think about the chief executive, but how important for the football club is it that City replace him with the right man? Or woman. Or woman. Uh, everybody who works at a club has a role. And, and some roles on the face of it are more important than others or have a greater responsibility. But everybody's role is um, both important and valued. Somebody uh, of Richard's calibre is going to be difficult to replace, um, but it's important that we get the wh whoever comes in has the has the right um, yeah skill set to to uh, continue the work that's being done, and that is you know you hear it and so many times about collaboration and people use words like that. Uh, Quite often, it sounds meaning meaningless. But you know, for us to stabilise our own position as a club needs real collaboration. And I think that's one of his uh, big, uh, big skills, big assets is is how he works. <laughs> Believe me, he makes tough decisions uh, as well. So you know, people in um, uh, positions of authority have to be good decision makers too. And, uh, and and have to be decisive with decision making. So, you know, it, look, it's going to happen. He's he he is going to leave, but in the meantime, we've got plenty of work to do, and, and most of that work will be in preparation for the next window. That's not to say that you all get excited now about loads of deals being done. It's not about that. It it's it's about. If we do do any deals, they're done in a way which are uh, beneficial to us as a football club, whether that's ins or outs. Finally, how big a challenge? Swansea, seven wins from Finally, their last nine games. A Swansea question. Yes, we get to a Swansea question. And, and good side. Um, we know that over a, a number of years, they're, they're, um, their game's all about passing. And... Uh, They've had a, a, a really good run recently. I think they're a good football inside. Um, they stick to their principles, and uh, Russell's done a really good job there. You know, early his early time there, he came on under a bit of pressure, but he's but he's uh, you know he's stuck to his beliefs, and uh, which is really important. They're a good side. They'll they'll be a difficult uh, side to beat. Um, but I, I'm also confident that he'll know that we've got some real 
threats in our team too. So it, hopefully it'd be a good game. Um, but yeah, we, we could do with three points. Thank you. Pleasure. How important discipline is really important in every game. It's just in some games, uh, you're probably alluding to the discipline of keeping your shape and not getting picked off is probably what you're thinking about. And, and forgive me if I'm putting words in your mouth, but, but uh, it's always important that, that the team, we function as a team and, and that the team's needs are more important than individuals. So whichever team uh, we start with, it's important that they, all of them understand um, the game plan and how we, how we go about trying to win the game. You, you spoke about the potential of seeing one or two new faces this, this weekend. How yes. Do you, how do you prepare them for that in respect to the fact that if, you, if it's a youngster we're talking about and you tell them too early to, that they're in the team or they're going to be involved and they get yeah, they, yeah I, know, I know where you're coming from. It, it's a, it's, it's a judgment call that uh, I think is, I, I, the, there are no, um, there's no rule book on it. I think it's about trying to get the balance right between uh, understanding uh, what the what the player's about. You know, some players actually need a bit of uh, detail and <laughs> a bit of understanding of where they fit in it. And I've also seen it <coughs> in the past where you know players have have. Um, been unable to perform because yeah there, there, there is too much external pressure so <coughs> again no no um no one rule fits all if you like but um uh we'll see we've got the 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 three players who have been ill this week <coughs> excuse me again um i've been back in today uh, and done some training uh it's too early to make a call on them, so we'll see what it uh, we'll see how it looks. No, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not going to say because I think that just you know we talk about injuries, but illnesses. Are, um, we've had players who have been starters for us who've uh, yeah have not uh, not trained because they've been ill, and, and the, you know seems to be quite a lot of flu-like symptoms about. So, does it leave you kind of light, particularly in one area of the field? <laughs> You're trying your best, aren't you? Um, yes. <laughs> and the next question is where? <laughs> well, if you're prepared to answer it, then the next question is where? Um, one of the units of the team. <laughs> no, a lot. It, it's it's uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. I've got some water. For my tickly throat. Thank you. Um, I hope I haven't got their germs. Um, look, we, we, we've had we've had a, a defender out this week. We've had a midfield player out, and we've had a forward out this week. So there you go. That covers ev every department. But yeah, um, makes us short in one in particular, which obviously would be the defence, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on Richard Gold. From your perspective, what the most significant 
change he's made uh, or contributed to since since he's come to the club? Um, well, you've got to remember that that when he came in, that was a summer of uh, significant change because I think I'd come in sort of midway through February. Uh, Mark um, left. Uh, Richard came in to to replace him, and we'd also got a, a a big change in what the squad looked like. So, you know, he's had to uh, <coughs> familiarise himself with the club pretty quickly. I mean, he's obviously worked at Bristol City before as commercial manager, um, but has spent. I think about 12 years successfully um, a CEO of both Somerset and and, uh, and Surrey. So, you know, he's um, he's well versed in what business looks like, and uh, especially with his background, uh, his educational background too. So he's he he understands his remit. Let's put it like that, and which is quite a difficult one, and that is to to. Uh, um, I suppose, like myself, uh, make cutbacks but improve too. So that is not necessarily a, a, an easy thing to do, but it's achievable. And it's achievable if it's if you have a positive outlook on it and are and are uh, solution driven. So you know, there's too many people out there who just moan about anything, and um, he's not one of those, and I don't think I am either. Uh, so, uh, it, it's having an understanding of what you're trying to do and then engaging with the workforce. And he, he's done that very, very well. And uh, like I've already said, he'll be, a, he'll be a big miss for us on lots of levels. But, you know, it's, it's going to happen, so we will find a solution to that. Yeah, and it, it, it's not necessarily a, 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 a severe one, but um, he's struggling with the amount of load that we can put through it. So, you know, you can't you can't argue with the body's reaction. <laughs> um, so we're going to have to be patient. Finally, the, a few weeks ago, you spoke about Semenya and Wales partnership up front, how you wanted to play it closer, closer together, and how they can work on that. I think you're going to have to wait and see what the selection looks like for the weekend so that then you'll have a better picture of what I think about a number of things. Um, but I'm a big believer that the options that we have in forward positions, that any of them can play together. And, you know, we've got people like Sam Bell who is pushing his way forward now because of his form in the under-21s, and he's just in, he, he looks in really good physical and mental condition. I think that's something which is uh, a, a big plus for us too. So, yeah, we've got some rather uh, good options in four positions, you know, uh, whether that be Chris Martin, 
with his physical presence and his 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 work rate. Um, yeah, Naki, um, Tommy, Antoine, Belly. I mean, there there are some exciting players in there. Thanks very much. Okay, no problem. I've not had any uh, contact of late. Um, we do have, um, Jason Yule has contact. Um, I have had contact in the past with uh, George Boateng uh, and Chris Hutton too. Um, I would expect us to have further contact nearer the time, I think, when the, when the provisional uh, squads are, are named. Um, I think that would be the time to to maybe have some sort of a contact, but um, uh, nothing really at the minute. Of course, he's obviously substituted second term. Is that perhaps behind him? Is he fit enough to complete the whole match? And they have he is, but he's got to earn his place now, like everybody else. So just because he might be going to the World Cup doesn't guarantee him a starting place. You need to ask him that. I'm not worried about anything like that. Those are those are not issues that I um, spend too long thinking about. Um, the only the only time I would consider that is if I felt that uh, it was a distraction for him, and he, you know. Uh, but I I don't necessarily see that at all. So um, he's worked hard to get himself fit. Um, if he's selected and he goes to the World Cup. What a fantastic uh, achievement for him. But in the meantime, he's got a job to do for us, and that is to uh, help his team to pick up as many points as possible. Well, I mean, in training this week, we've had a number of them training with us. and. I think for them as an experience of, of uh, playing against, if you like, hardened first team players, that in itself is a is a is something which will give them an idea of how far they need to um, not up their levels, but the the levels that are expected, both in terms of the pace of training. Um, and the and the standards, but what I will say is that that again, a, a big shift over the last year or so, certainly since uh, Brian's taken over as uh, academy director, is there's a lot more alignment in terms of what we do, both training wise and how we play. You'll have noticed that when you come to the to the games, we play, we try and play the same system so that for the youngsters coming through. Our academy, if they if they get the opportunity with the first team, it's it at least it's not a massive shot. Everything's not a massive shot. So, you know, we are trying to um, create a, <laughs> an environment where we uh, we get players through our system into the first team, and sometimes they'll get opportunities because of bad circumstances for you know whether we get a lot of injuries or whether we've got illness or whatever or they just play their way into contention it doesn't matter 
how those opportunities arise, um, it's just quite, uh, it's quite interesting that a lot of them will get opportunities because it shows you the types of changes that have occurred here over the last couple of years. Yeah. I've not seen him myself, but we, yeah, we, we, yeah. Um, again, we we have uh, regular contact, and and it's it's good for Riley to to get and play um, league football week in week out. I mean that is that's that's the next progression for a young player breaking into a first team. And that is to play regularly, and and some of some of our youngsters have done it very very well um, and some of them need a bit more time so I mean the, the, the examples of that would be because people that compare them a lot would be uh, Belly and, and, and Tommy so those two players same sort of same group they come from but but uh, they'll, they'll both have really good careers I can tell you that okay cheers